children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children come Welcome to Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes gathered together unto him there by the sea. Art thou going to speak to this multitude, Master? I am, Peter. What are we to do, Master? The people are many. They crowd so closely there is not room enough for all to see and hear thee. Secure a boat, Peter, and bring it hither. 
a short way out into the bay, Peter, and there anchor the boat. Yes, Master. James, Matthew, John. Yes. The four of us will row. Is this far enough, Master? It is, Peter. Throw out the anchor, Andrew. And Jesus sat in the boat, and the multitude stood on the shore. And when Jesus turned toward the multitude to speak unto them, they became very quiet. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds Father, what did you do today? I sowed grain all day. Oh, I'd like to watch and see the first signs of the grain coming up through the ground. Uh, the bursting forth of new grain is a miracle of God, performed through his sunshine and rain and his great creative power. the birds eating some of the seeds you planted. Ah, uh, yes, dear. The birds do eat seeds that fall by the wayside. The seeds are starting to grow, Father. Father, some of the new blades of grain withered and died today. Mm. Why? Yes, my daughter, I noticed it too. The seeds fell on stony ground and had no deepness of earth to grow in. And when the sun was up, the blades were scorched and withered. They had not deep roots. Oh. And the seeds that fell among the thorns, they are being choked because the thorns are thicker and more hardy. And other of the seeds fell into good ground and sprung forth and bore fruit. Some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And Jesus spake unto the multitude another parable, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which soweth good seed upon good ground. But when? Father, the seeds that you planted are starting to grow. I noticed something else coming up, too. Looked like weeds. Yes, dear, I saw them, too. What are they? Uh, weeds, as you suspected. Why do weeds grow along with the grain? Well, dear, the night after I planted the good seeds, my enemy came and sowed weed seeds. So they grow among my good seeds. Are you going to pull up the weeds? No, my daughter. If I pull up the weeds, I'll also pull up the stalks of wheat. So I'll let them grow together. But on the day of harvest, I'll say to the reapers, gather together the weeds into bundles and burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. After speaking many parables unto the multitude, Jesus sent them away and went into his house. And the disciples came unto him and asked, Master, why speakest thou unto the multitude by parable? Because it is given unto you, my disciples, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. The multitudes seeing see not, and hearing hear not, neither do they understand. This people's heart is waxed cold, and their eyes are closed, and their ears are dull of hearing, 
But at some future time, some of them will remember the parables and see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and will understand with their heart, and they will be converted and saved into my kingdom. Master, we would that thou explain unto us the parables, the seed that fell by the wayside and was eaten by the birds. When anyone heareth the words of my kingdom and understandeth them not, the evil one cometh and catches away that which was sown in the heart. The seed sown in the stony places, Master. The same is he who heareth the word and receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself. When cometh tribulation or persecution, he is offended and withereth away. He also that received the seed among the thorns is he that heareth and believeth. But the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. Then, of course, the seed that fell on good ground and brought forth a bountiful harvest must represent thy words, which are heard and obeyed by those who love God. That is so, Peter. See thou that thy heart is as the good ground. Declare unto us, Master, the parable of the weeds in the field. He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the weeds are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that soweth them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of the world. The angels shall gather them that do iniquity and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them. Continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1 800 634 0234. That's 1 800 634 0234. Now, here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
with my daily diary for health class, reporting what I did today to keep myself healthy. Today I ate an apple. Yes, yes, I know. Eating an apple each day doesn't make you healthy. But when I ate that apple, I didn't eat something that would make me unhealthy. I didn't eat candy. I didn't eat something with a lot of fat in it, like a piece of meat or foods made with a bunch of butter or oil. I didn't eat refined foods like white rice or white flour that don't have anything healing in them. So eating an apple is only part of the picture. What I didn't eat is just as important. I also ate a lot of fruits and vegetables. These foods have a ton of healing stuff in them, like vitamins, nutrients, and complex carbohydrates. I learned in class that complex carbohydrates, which are found in whole plant foods, are a lot healthier than simple carbohydrates, like those found in refined foods. So I eat mostly whole foods, like fruits and vegetables, not refined foods that come in cans or packages. How does this make me healthy? Well, many of my friends are kind of fat. Okay, they're very fat. Fat isn't healthy. But because I eat mostly whole foods, I'm not fat. Because I'm not giving my body anything to turn into fat, like all those calories or fatty foods. My body has the foods it needs to stay healthy and nothing more. So when you see me eating an apple, don't just say, hey, Kim is eating an apple. Instead say, hey, look, Kim isn't eating sugary candies or foods with a lot of fat in them. See what I mean? God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4, 6. The Lost Purse by Florence M. Westlake. Derek, would you please go down to the grocery store and get me a few things? His mom asked when he got back from school. Sure, Mom, Derek replied. What do you want from the store? Here's the list, and here's the purse with money in it. Do be careful with it, and please drop in at Auntie's on the way and give her this paper I promised her. Derek put away his books and started off toward the store. After crossing the road, he walked under the railway bridge and came near the field where some of his friends were playing ball. Derek, come join us, they shouted. I can't stop now, he called back. I have to get some groceries for my mom, but I'll hurry so I can play when I get back. On he went, waving to some men who were repairing a weak spot in the road. Soon he arrived at his aunt's house and delivered the paper for his mom. Then he continued on to the store. When he was ready to pay for the groceries, Derek felt in his pocket for the purse, but it was missing. He searched frantically, turning out all his pockets, but it was nowhere to be found. Maybe he had lost it at his aunt's house. He hurried back the way he had come. Derek's aunt was also distressed when she learned about the loss. The two of them searched the house, the front yard, and the street, but to no avail. Did you stop anywhere else? Auntie asked. No, I was in a hurry, Derek answered. Did you take anything out of your pocket? No, I don't think so. Auntie smiled reassuringly. Don't worry, we'll pray that you'll find the money again, and I'm sure God will help us out. Derek and his aunt knelt down and asked God to help them solve their problem. When they had finished praying, Auntie handed Derek some money. Here, take this and get the things your mom wants. She can pay me back later. I'm sure your lost money will be found. In spite of Auntie's confidence, Derek wasn't happy. With a heavy heart, he bought the groceries and headed home to tell Mom what had happened. Auntie thinks God will send the money back. I hope he does. Do you think he will, Mom? Derek's mom just sighed. She couldn't afford to lose any money, but since there was nothing she could do, she turned her attention to preparing the evening meal. The sun was just beginning to set when Derek's mom stepped outside to call the children in for supper. Her face still wore a worried look as she called. Come, children, wash your hands and we'll eat. Then, noticing that the gate was open, she asked Derek to close it. But before Derek could reach the gate, a black dog darted inside, wagging his tail and looking pleased with himself. He ran up to Derek and dropped something at his feet. The boy quickly stooped down and picked it up. He stared at the object in his hands for a second, hardly believing what he saw. It was the lost purse. He opened it almost reverently. There was the money inside, just as Mom had given it to him. Mom, Mom, here's the purse, Derek exclaimed, handing it to her. This little dog brought it here. God did send the money back to us. The family crowded around the dog. He doesn't live on our street, Mom remarked. How did he know that the purse belonged here? Maybe the dog didn't know, but God did, Derek said. Auntie was sure that he would help us. Let's thank him right now, Mom suggested. And together they bowed their heads and thanked God for answering their prayers.
story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. The children come, please let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.